Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello and welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Mayo, author of Not Another Diet Book and owner of Nourished, a coaching service that is dedicated to helping you feel amazing in your body and helping you thrive. This episode is dedicated to a timely subject, and that is the subject of love. But not just any kind of love. I want to talk about self-love. Not on a surface level, but a true, real relationship. One that is going to stand this test of time because guess what? The most important relationship you have is the one you have with yourself. It sets the tone with every other relationship that you have in your life. And so when you bring in more playfulness, more ease, more fun, into your life, into how you approach your relationship with you, everything changes. And so that is exactly what we are going to talk about today, becoming somebody that you can love, somebody that you can depend on, somebody that you will do anything for, and having the type of relationship that feels good. Because with a little bit of work, a little bit of attention, and a little bit of attention, a lot can change with your relationship with you, and that is going to change your relationship with absolutely everybody else. And the first step in developing a better relationship with you is treating your relationship with you like you treat your relationship with everybody else, and that is the people you love, the people you respect, you do not treat them like a dick. So stop doing that to yourself. Do not be situational with the love that you give yourself. And what I mean by that is saying, imagine your spouse, imagine your boyfriend, your girlfriend, imagine your friend, imagine your parents, your child, anybody in your life that you love. And I'm not talking surface level. I am talking love. Like I would do some weird shit for this person because I have that type of love for them. Do you withhold that from them in certain instances? And I'm not saying that you don't look at them differently in certain instances, but do you withhold a level of love from them? You don't. My husband is far from perfect. And I'm saying that knowing that I am very, very much far from perfect as well. But I'm using that as an example because I love him. I I love John so much. John has brought out the best in me. John allows me to be the type of person that makes me proud. The best years of my life have been spent by his side. Does that mean that he doesn't annoy the ever-loving shit out of me at times? Um, Absolutely not. Right? There are times where I get so annoyed and frustrated and he does things that I'm just like, ugh. But does it change my love for him? No, it doesn't because I am not holding him to these ridiculous standards. I know that he's human. I know that there are going to be ebbs and flows in this relationship. Same same with my children. Do my children make me angry? Do my children leave shit around the house? Do my children make messes that they do not clean up? Do they speak to me in ways that situationally I do not love or hurt my feelings? Yes, yes, and yes. Do I change my level of love for them based on those situational moments in time? No, I don't. 
right? I see them as the whole person. We need to do that for ourselves. If you wake up and you're not thrilled with how you treated yourself yesterday, if you wake up and you're like, ah, I blew the motor. I had one too many drinks. I had one too many pieces of cake. I had one too many handfuls of potato chips. I stayed up way too late. I did not do those things on my to-do list. Does that mean that you stop loving yourself? No. Stop doing that to yourself. Stop holding yourself to these unrealistic standards and show yourself the same grace that you show the other people in your life. That does not mean that you cannot feel disappointment. That does not mean that you can't demand better, ask for better, have conversations with yourself, say, hey, look, John, I, you know, <laughs> using, I'm just switching right into examples, but the same way I tell my husband and my kids, like, you guys, the dishwasher's right there. I don't know why your shit's in the sink. The dishwasher's right there. That makes me feel unappreciative when you just leave your shit for me to move the six inches into the dishwasher. Please stop doing that. That can be true and me still love them. The same thing that you can wake up in the morning and go, yeah, I I was not showing up as my best self yesterday and that's not cool. And this is what I need to do today to make me feel better. It is the same exact Thing. Have those conversations with yourself. Hold yourself accountable to who you want to be. Do the things that you said you are going to do and know when you're not, that you are not changing your baseline of love and respect for yourself because you're not going to change yourself by talking shit to yourself. Again, the same way we deal with other people in our lives. If I just meet my children and husband with berating them, belittling them, saying, hey, you're being lazy, like talking shit to them and hoping that's going to make them make changes, that's not going to work. But I can instead approach them with honesty and say, this is what this makes me feel like. And they're, of course, going to say, well, I don't want you to feel like that, mom. I don't want you to feel like that, Heather. And that is going to lead them to make the changes that I am desiring. Have the same conversation with yourself. Show yourself the same situational awareness. Don't talk shit to yourself when you fucked up. Don't talk shit to yourself when you've taken a step backwards. Instead, say, look, what are you doing? This is this acknowledge how I feel right now. I do not feel great because of the consequences of my actions. And so here is what I am going to do to make myself feel better. It goes into last week's conversation around self-trust. You want to be aware of what is not working for you and have an awareness of the actions you need to do to move yourself out of those states and most importantly of all, start doing it. Start following through on those things. Show yourself love by showing yourself that you are somebody that you can depend on. And when you are having moments where you are being a dick to yourself, when you want to talk shit to yourself, when you want to bully yourself, stop. Remind yourself that you do not do that anymore. You're going to show yourself love in in the highs and in the lows. And how you do that is by saying, okay, I see you. I feel you. I don't like how this is going. We, (laughs) past you and present you, we don't like where this is going. What can we do right now to treat ourselves better and move forward from there? Continuing on that and making sure that you are not regularly letting yourself down or regularly making messes that you expect future you to clean up, start setting boundaries with yourself, not just with other people, but boundaries with yourself. When you start to develop an awareness of the habits you no longer wish to participate in, of the actions that you no longer wish to regularly do, 
ask yourself, okay, well, what ways can I build bumpers around these things? How can I set myself up to make sure that I am not regularly interacting with myself in this way? What do I need to do? And so think about this in different situations where you find yourself like you're consistently messing up. If you tell yourself every single Monday, that you're not going to trash yourself drinking this weekend, but every single Thursday comes around and, and your work buddies are going, let's just go, let's just go to happy hour. And you guys start making those kind of plans. Set a boundary around that with your, not with them, with yourself first. Because if you're not withholding the boundaries with yourself, you are not going to be able to withhold them with other people. And we forget about that in this whole boundary conversation. Boundaries start with yourself. And so what that would look like in that type of situation is not instantly saying yes in creating some space and just having the new intention and habit being, let me get back to you and not instantly saying, okay, yes, no, and really think about that. Do I want to go? Okay, well, I really do want to develop these relationships with these people. They're important to me. They're friendships. I love the social aspect of it. I love getting together. That is really fun. What I don't love is the drinking all right, so you still want to go, but you don't want to drink. Now ask yourself, what is that going to look like? You're going to go and make a plan of what you are going to do so you don't get in that situation and immediately crumble and where you told yourself you're going to order a soda water that quickly turns into a vodka soda. Because Lord knows in the past, I have been there. Come up with your script. Come up with your boundaries and hold yourself accountable to that. Same thing with like a meal prep type situation. If you know that every single Monday night, Tuesday night, you're coming home from work and you're exhausted and you're just reeling it in and eating a ton of shit, when you promised yourself that this week was going to be different, you were going to eat in a way that made you feel good, in a way that made you feel like a healthy person, create some boundaries around how you interact with yourself after work. Instead of immediately going to the snack drawer, what is your new habit going to be? Maybe you place a menu on your refrigerator and you come up with a weekly dinner menu and you hold yourself accountable to making and eating that thing. You're not telling yourself, no, you can't have a snack. You're not telling yourself, no, you can't have dessert. But you are saying, before I do this, I am going to make sure that I am following through on the actions that I told myself I would do. Think about that in any way, in any way that could help you build more respect and trust for yourself. Because again, those things are how you build actual self-love. When you know that you're going to follow through with you, that you are going to do the things that help you feel your best. And so when you find yourself slipping into your bullshit, create awareness, take a beat, pause and say, okay, what is the boundary I need right now? What do I need to do to make sure that I don't wreck myself, that I don't make a decision that helps me not feel great? Instead, I want to make a decision that helps me show up as I want to show up and be somebody that I am proud to be. But don't worry. It's not always telling yourself no. (laughs) It is also telling yourself yes, but telling yourself yes to real self-care, self-care that improves you, self-care that feeds you, self-care that nourishes you. And so this is not just simply going to Target and picking out candles and throw pillows because that's fun and that's valid. But if that's all you're doing for self-care, that is total shit. What I mean by true self-care is doing the things like prepping out your meals, making a dinner menu, doing the laundry on Sunday, even though it's kind of the last thing you want to do, but It's going to suck even worse on Monday when you have school, work, kids' practices, all the other shit on your plate. 
setting up your future self for success. That is true self-care. And when you get in the habit of doing true self-care for yourself, one, it becomes easier, right? You'll get yourself on a new routine. You'll get yourself on a new schedule and you'll become one of those people who is effortlessly meal prepping, effortlessly staying on top of her to-do list and showing up in a way that makes you feel good. It's just kind of forcing yourself at first. But what an amazing Valentine's Day gift to give to yourself at any time. What an amazing gift to give to yourself to know going into the week that you have done everything possible that you can do to set yourself up to feel good and to feel like you're on top of your shit. I love to, at some point during the weekend, to think of all the things that I not necessarily need to do, but want, and that's important, that's an important mindset shift, want to do to make it easier for myself during the week. Do I need to catch up all the laundry? Do I need to deep clean the kitchen? Do I need to deep clean the bathrooms? Do I need to change the sheets? Like to do all those things? No, they can all wait, right? I could all put them off, but I want to do them. And reminding myself that I want to do them means they actually get done. It's the same thing with like working out. You'll hear people, myself included, say, you don't have to work out. You get to work out. And that is such a shift, reminding like this is some this is something I get to do. I get to take care of myself. You get to participate in self-care that sets yourself up for success. You get to make sure that you are doing things to make it easier for Wednesday you to have her shit together. Approaching true self-care, which yes, it's cleaning, it's laundries, it's scrubbing toilets, it's doing all that mundane shit but doing them so future you isn't stuck in your messes. So you can walk into your environment and into your life knowing like, okay, I've taken care of myself. I have set myself up for success. To me, that is the deepest form of self-love. It is knowing that you are willing to do things that in the present moment might be a little bit annoying, but in doing that, make it so much easier for yourself in the future. And lastly, come up with your perfect mix of grace and bullshit calling because those two things in combination are magic makers. They will take your shit and flip it around in the most amazing, amazing way. We need the grace because you want to talk to yourself like somebody you love, right? Just like in the beginning conversation, you would not berate somebody you love. You wouldn't take them and tell them what a loser they were and tell them how they had no motivation, no discipline, and they keep making the same mistakes and what the hell's wrong with you. You wouldn't do that. But you would say, what's going on? Why why is this happening? What is happening in your life that is making this your default? How can we address these situations to give you a stronger footing so you feel more capable of changes? What do we need to do? That is showing yourself grace and calling your bullshit to say, no, 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 you're better than this. You are better than this. Kind of giving yourself those stern self-talks on a regular basis whenever you need them, that will be the new baseline for your self-love. Because to me, that's the kindest form of love. It's saying, I see you. I see your potential. I see everything you are capable of. Let me help you get there. That is who you want to be for yourself. You want to hold yourself accountable to that. But the grace comes right back in when some days it's it's going to look different. Some days you need to take a break. Some days you need to take a breather. Some days you need to just let yourself rot all weekend long 
order in, take out, watch Netflix, like just let yourself be knowing that that is going to restore you so you can, okay, on Monday, go, right? And when you're in the habit of doing the real self-care on staying on top of your shit, you have the ability to truly do that and let it be restorative as opposed to just rotting in making your situation worse because Lord knows there is a difference. But again, only you can find that fine line of, all right, this is what I'm doing. This is what I need to get done. And then after that, that is just my time to go around and just goof off, fuck right off and let yourself do the other dopamine enhancing events that maybe aren't adding to your life, but they're letting you fully restore. Find that perfect combination. Know that it's going to look different every day and every weekend. And just hold yourself accountable to how you want to feel in the future because our present selves can be a little lazy, at least if you're anything like me. So remind yourself of, okay, I need this time. I need to take a beat. But I also need to make sure that Monday morning me isn't pissed off that I just jacked around all freaking weekend because that's the Cliff Notes version of developing self-love. It is being somebody who you can depend on and somebody who cares for you, and somebody who supports you, and somebody who cheers for you when you are on the right path, and also lovingly will go, hey, chick, you're, you're, you're veering off here. Let's get back. Who will also do that for you too? Think about, this doesn't really work when you're thinking about it in the context of relationships with like children where you're the caregiver, but think about when you have been truly cared for. And I pray you've experienced that type of relationship. And if you haven't, you can do that for you because that's what we're getting at. Think about when you felt truly cared for and looked after. What were those people doing for you? Who were those people for you? What were they giving you? And if you're like, I've never really experienced that. Okay, well, then what do you need? What do you need to be that person for yourself? Because in adulthood, that's who we need to be for us. We need to know that we are the people we can rely on. And when you know that you can rely on you, everything else gets better. Everything else gets easier. You become unshakable because you don't need the validation from outside sources. You don't need the push from outside sources. You know, all right, at the end of the day, if I have my back, that's enough. And that, to me, is real, true self-love. So I'm gonna tie this episode up here. I hope that wherever you are, you are in a place where you feel like your relationship with you is on solid ground. And if it's not, that it's shifting to solid ground. And if you feel like you really need a lot of work with it, that's okay. You can get there. Start getting in the habit of asking yourself, what do I need? What can I do for myself today? Let it be small. Let those daily promises come in and take over. How can I show myself today that I am somebody I love and care for? What would that look like? Let it be easy. Let yourself stack wins and just watch it go from there because it will grow from there when you go into it with that intention. All right, I'm gonna shut up. I hope this helped. If you have any sort of questions, if you're like, oh, I want that, but I have no idea where to start, reach out to me. Let's hop on a call. Let's get things going. How you treat yourself, how you take care of yourself, cleaning up that relationship, it will make the most amazing impact in every other area of your life. And you absolutely deserve that. 
You absolutely deserve that. And that is completely available to you. And like I said, if you need help with it, you know where to find me. I'd be honored to help you with all of it. Next week, what are we going to be talking about? Oh, motivation. (laughs) This is a good one. I'm really excited to dive into next week's podcast. We've absolutely talked about motivation before, but we've never approached it from the angle that we are going to next week. So I hope you will join me. Um, If you have not, if you would take just a second to give this podcast a five-star review, it would mean the world to me. It keeps me showing up here every single week. And in between now and then, you want to say hi? Like I said, you know where to find me. I hope you have the most delicious day, the most delicious week, and I will see you back here soon. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.